Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Tea in Tokyo podcast. My name is Somia. And I'm Ellie. And what are we talking about this week? So this week we talk about the top things we want to do once everything is back to normal in Japan. Yep, that and more coming up right now. Okay, so before we get into the rest of the podcast, um, we thought we'd start on a wee somber note. Uh, we had like a loss in the family last week. It was a long time coming. Um, my aunt passed away and it really hit home some of the, I don't know, more negative things about like not just the whole lockdown, self-isolation, but also living overseas, especially in this situation, because, you know, we can't go back to New Zealand because we won't be able to get back into Japan. Like apparently you can get back in if you leave and come back and you've got a visa but i've heard that it's not actually that easy yeah plus like flights are too expensive at the moment we'd have to quarantine for 14 days like in new zealand if you arrive from overseas you're quarantined for 14 days in a specific facility plus because of the lockdown there there's not going to be a funeral there wasn't a funeral i should say Mm. because it's you know you're not at large gatherings but you know it's just you know it's made it sort of like an already hard time just like extra hard because my aunt was like you know, like, a second mum kind of thing. And she was, like, one of the biggest supporters of our podcast. Like, she loved listening to it. Like, when she was in hospital, she'd listen to it and she'd tell everyone about our podcast and she'd give a rundown of what happened in it to her family afterwards. I think 90% of our viewership is thanks to her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's a really crappy situation in, like, an already really crappy time. Mm. you know like especially hard for you know like her family like my mum my dad my sister brother who are living in New Zealand in the same city but they still couldn't see her you know they couldn't be with her in her final moments they couldn't attend a funeral for her yeah pretty (laughs) yeah it kind of um, highlights another level to the current situation we're in but also yeah, even outside yeah. of that situation you know it's just a situation that sucks and yeah it's like anyone yeah. a, a death of anyone especially someone who's not i mean i don't know i don't want to say people dying in old age is not sad but i feel like it's extra sad when it's someone who didn't have a chance to live until they were like you know into old age yeah yeah for sure. it just adds like an extra element of sadness and then the whole like on top of that again the whole the fact that people couldn't see her um, fortunately, some like you could, they allowed some people to visit her. Like the doctors gave permission in the last week for people to visit her. You know, they'd have to. There was hand sanitizer, there was face masks, there was gloves at the door, and they'd go straight into her room. They weren't allowed to touch her. They didn't act- interact with anyone else in the house. So, um, lots of family members got to go spend some time with her for a last time. Yeah. And then when she was in hospital, um, my cousin who i don't know if she listens i know that her mum told her about it but um emmy um was really good in that she was grieving herself but she really looked out for everyone else being able to call and speak to my aunt for one last time so there was that element of it so it's not as though it was entirely i don't know cut off and horrible but yeah 
yeah, we thought we'd start on a wee negative note. <laughs> well, not a negative, just in like remembrance and just in sort of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This it's is just what a this is life. Thing. Like this is a podcast about our life in Japan, and this is one of the aspects that we experienced this yeah, week. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a pretty sad week for both of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but let's um. So yeah, How do you even I, mean, <laughs> I mean, on that note, like we had a pretty sad week. Like we spent a lot of the week indoors, crying a lot of the time. At least in my case, so we didn't do much outside of Japan. But we'd already decided before this happened that this week's podcast we wanted to have a a more positive. <laughs> Not really positive. It's just we wanted a non-coronavirus related podcast. Yeah, and her death wasn't related to coronavirus, by the way. Yeah, that's um, right. It was other stuff but um yeah but so we thought let's go back to japan let's well, we're still start, in japan <laughs> i know i mean in terms of the thinking like the podcast and yeah, yeah the content yeah so this week we're not gonna be talking about coronavirus instead we thought let's look to the future for when this whole thing blows over yeah friend whenever at least whenever when in, when in, at least for the future when travel within japan is okay again yeah yeah uh, and let's talk about some of our top places that we want to visit. So mm. we've each come up with three places that we really want to go to. Mm. And yeah, so we'll go through those today. Mm. So do you want to start first or should I start? Uh, I can start. Okay. So my first one is, I've known this one for a while. This is, it's a place called Amami Oshima, or like AKA Amami Island. Um, and I first saw it on a video on YouTube by currently Hannah, who I believe I've mentioned before. Apparently, it's very similar to Okinawa Island in terms of, like, the flora, fauna, and climate. So, it's literally just, like, a... It's, like, a fun island to go to, right? Like, it's got, So, it's just, like, in the south of Japan? So. Yeah, yeah, like, very southern. Like, yeah. closer to Taiwan than Japan when I looked at it on the map. Right. Um, so, it's got beautiful beaches. There's, like, warm water, apparently, in the summer. And it's got... The thing that appealed to me is it's got a mangrove forest that you can kayak through. Um, it has Ooh, really nice. good corals and aquatic life for snorkeling. Good. And there's lots of, like, elevated, like, hills, I suppose you could say. Um, so you can get really good views of the whole island. Um, it's in Kagoshima, and it's south of Japan's main islands. And you have to fly there or catch a ferry. And it's a two-and-a-half-hour flight from Tokyo. Yeah, I, I was actually thinking about going to... I was, I was thinking about putting a tropical island on my list as well. Mm. Because... Like, one of the best experiences that we've ever had is when we're in Indonesia, mm. and specifically in the Gili Islands. Yeah, see, um, this is why I chose this one over Okinawa, because I feel like it's smaller, like the Gili yeah. Islands. Yeah, we had so much goddamn fun on those islands. Just a tropical mm. island where it's warm all the time, and you just go by, uh, you know, you can just spend your time at the beach all day. We literally just, like, lay on the beach yeah. all day. And there's, like, there. coral reefs that are close enough where you can where you can just snorkel out and have a look at them. So Sonia I imagine first learned how to swim there. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I was going to pick that too. The, I was like, Were this you going to put a mummy island? No, no, no not oh. that. I was going to pick a tropical island too. I actually can't remember what the name of the island that I was going to pick is, but I had it in my list that I made like a couple of months ago. Mm. And then I had a look at it, and it's like a super tropical island that's really, really great in the south of Japan as well. But it says that because of the number of jellyfish and also because of how polluted the water is mm. from all the tourists, it's actually, you can't even swim in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, this one, I feel like it's obviously not completely unheard of. There's like a, when you look up Amami Island, there's like a, one of those tourist page things, like Japan guide that comes up for it. Yeah. So it's like a known place. But I think 
most people who go to that part of Japan tend to just go straight for Okinawa. Yeah. So it's kind of like a smaller, less touristy version, which will have its ups and downs. It means that flights to get there are probably more expensive. Yeah. Um, you know, like accommodation will be more expensive. But when I saw this video that um, currently Hannah did like a while ago, I was like, sweet. I didn't even like, at that point, I didn't even click that Japan had islands like that, like beachy tropical islands. Definitely, like a couple of years back, I wouldn't have thought of Japan. Yeah, because I don't islands. associate Japan with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. So yeah, how um, about you? Number one for you? Well, this like this is in no specific order. Like, is I'll that number my, one? For yeah, you? yeah, mine are in order. Although number one and two. Number are one, kind like of... so. Number one is the one you most want to go to. Yeah. And you did that first. Yeah, well, should I not? Stupid order. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to hear the one that you don't want to go to last. Okay. Well, one and two are kind of the same, and then three is like a. Well, I reckon next you give us number three, and then we'll go back. Okay. And <laughs> So, Marlon, so this is in no particular order. This is just one something that I found. Oh, my God. Just so, before you say that, I'm so sorry about my squeaky chair, everyone. It's really squeaky. I don't know if you can hear that, but it's... Stop doing... <laughs> every time I move even a little bit, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Marlon is Mashida Risuin. Okay, let me look and at that. And Risu means squirrel uh, in Japanese. Mashida is an area um, just outside of Tokyo. So, I picked this one because I thought... You know, there's a hundred things that we could pick that are kind of outside of what is possible um, kind of straight after this um, this pandemic that we're in, the situation that we're in, you know, because mm. things are like so far away, you know, how to get there and stuff like that. Yeah. But this one's only 90 minutes from, uh, actually, yeah, it's 90 minutes from Tokyo. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, actually 90 minutes from our, uh, from our house. Mm. And it's a squirrel garden. I picked it because I love squirrels. We love animals. We love fluffy animals, and mm. even more so, we love ones that have nice tails. And, and I've never seen a squirrel. Exactly. You've never seen a squirrel before. And the only time I've ever seen a squirrel is when I was in America when I was way younger, and it's still one of my greatest memories. Yeah, he always so tells me about it. here is an entire garden dedicated to squirrels. Mm. You were saying that you found one that is dedicated to chipmunks. Oh, yeah. I was going to put on my list a chipmunk one, but Somia yeah, no. told me not to because he'd already put... He was like, no, 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 don't do that. Because he had already played. Yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't need chipmunks in our lives. We have squirrels. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I reckon this is a great place that we can visit. However, I've got good news and bad news for this place. Okay, what is it? So, we can determine, you know, whether we actually want to go here or not. Ooh, what's the bad news? Bad news first. So, the bad news is a lot of people talk about how, you know, it's a, it's a great place. We can play with squirrels and stuff. But it's also sort of a miniature zoo kind of place. Ooh. So, um, they've got the squirrels that run around. Like, they're not in cages or anything. They just run around. But apparently they also have uh, rats there, like, in cages. They have, uh, I think it was guinea pigs. And they have, like, a, a assortment of other tiny animals. Oh, like, parrots and stuff. Mm. Which apparently are living in terrible conditions. Oh, uh, I think that means we don't go to Slim yet. Yeah. We don't so, want to give our money to that. Like, one person said how the squirrels are fed sunflower seeds which apparently are the most fatty seeds and they shouldn't be is that to make them fat yeah so that's the bad news so we're probably not going to go but we might as well say what the good news is for good news i've got the fact that they're cute squirrels and you get to feed them (laughs) yeah that's the good news and also the other good news is that apparently they've made tiny little colorful houses for the squirrels to live in yeah but i think i mean you know who's seen that i feel like i'm not too opposed to stuff like guinea pigs and even rats being in cages if the cages are like big and nice because people keep them as pets in those conditions all the time and we don't see it as cruel i think though if other people are saying that it's like 
in like not good conditions. The... Yeah, as soon as someone said that it was kind of like a zoo, I went, oh, fuck, a zoo in Japan, that's not good. Yeah, zoos in Japan are not great. They're yeah. not the same as it's not like a wildlife park or like a... Mm. Yeah, they're, they tend to be very like concrete and wiry. All right, so my first one was one that we may not even go so, to. Wait, so that, that was, your, that was your number three? Yeah, again, no no order for okay, mine. Okay, yeah, sorry, sorry. Mine's sorry. just random. All right, cool, so let's go with yours now. I can't believe you put that on your list. I'm kind of shocked. Yeah. Well, just because I like squirrels. I put it on my list before I read the bad uh, news about okay. it. We should have known. It's like how we wanted to go to Fox Island and then we looked into it and saw that, that place sucked as well. Yeah. Damn it, world. You um, know what I was going to put on is Bunny Island instead of the squirrel sanctuary. Mm. Well, I said I say sanctuary now. It's not a sanctuary. It's just a yeah, place Yeah, sanctuary. Don't you put that word there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to put Bunny Island, but then I maybe I should have just gone with Bunny Island. But... Yeah. Although I bet if we looked into that, it would find it's unethical as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, why does the world have to take good things and just corrupt them just <laughs> a little bit? Enough to, yeah. like, I feel like it's only corrupted enough that you think it's bad, but you're still tempted. Yeah. You know? Um... So my number three, I was. It took me ages to come up with my third one, which is why we ended up deciding to do honourable mentions because I really wanted to have one that was in the north of Japan. Like I wanted to have somewhere that was in Hokkaido. Um, so after like looking at a bunch of lists, twenty different ten hidden gems in Japan, ten things to do in Japan, I found uh, Nobori Betsu which okay. is southwest of Sapporo, yeah. and it's a famous hot spring town. It has this thing called a Jigo Kudanai. Kudani? Kudanai. Kudani? Also known as Hell Valley. Hell Valley? Yeah, like hell, like, uh, you know, demons and brimstone, yeah. because there's volcanic gas that seeps from the earth, so it makes it very, like, in all the photos, it looks super, like, apocalyptic and Middle Earth-esque. Oh, cool. Um, so it's also surrounded by the ocean, forests, lakes, and mountains. So, like, there's not just hot springs and the cool, I don't know, volcanic area to go to. Um, there's, like, lots to do. Uh, and it's basically Japan's, like, most famous hot spring resort. Right. So it's not, like, a hidden gem. It's, yeah. like, a that like people know about this place. And I think sometimes, like, sometimes you want to do something fun that's, like, no one else knows about, but sometimes things are popular tourist destinations for a reason. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> and also, so this is this is our fourth month in Japan now, mm. and we still haven't been to an onsen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so technically, I mean, you know, part of that reason is because of what's happening right now. But also, yeah, we haven't been to an onsen. We've you kind of have to go to an onsen when you get the in... courage, because, okay, so the thing in New Zealand with hot springs is you wear your togs, whereas in Japan, you go naked. You don't have to explain that. Like, that's no, that's how it no, is no, in no, every that, place, except for Japan. Is it? Well, actually, except for some South Asian countries, like Japan. Yeah, but, like, that's... But for me, that's the reason that I haven't been to an onsen yeah. yet, because I need to get the courage up to, yeah. like, go into a public area naked, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, there are private ones as well, so maybe you could do a private one first and then a... Yeah, I think I'd definitely start Although, with a private one. it's not like that would give you any more courage I guess yeah yeah maybe I'll only do a hot private one yeah. I know but yeah, the worst yeah, thing yeah. the thing that annoys me right is well not annoys me but the thing that puts me off is that we'd be going either we'd be going in separate male female ones so we'd just be going by ourselves into a hot spring like yeah. naked with strangers or we'd go into a like unisex one in which case I don't know if I want to be in one with these other like creepy <laughs> dudes <laughs> you know not to I say know, all I feel like the, you know the onsen experience here is 
you know, it's rooted deep into their tradition, and I feel like they would check their creepiness at the door. I don't know. I reckon most of them are, like, separated by sex. So the unisex ones are bound to draw a couple of people who are, like... Yeah, true. ...there to be perverts. Yeah. And, like, not necessarily just the men. I mean, maybe some of the women that go to the unisex ones are wanting to perv on the guys, you know? Yeah. Plus, like, myself... Like, going into, like, a woman-only one, I'd be so worried that, like, because I'm not used to seeing lots of naked female bodies, I'd stare, and yeah. then I'm the creepy one. I don't want to be the creepy one. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like you're overthinking it a little bit. But... Yeah, I am, but... But, I... yeah, so so this place, what's this place called again? Um, Nobody Betsu. Nobody Betsu, okay. And, um... Nobody beats it when it comes to onsens. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was really bad. <laughs> Um, but the main reason is not even necessarily for onsens. I really liked the idea of that hell valley. Yeah. It reminded me of, um, there's a place in New Zealand I went to with my family near Rotorua that's similar. So those are active volcanoes? Uh, I think there's a volcano nearby. Oh, okay. So it's like, you're like a walkway where there's like steam right, whatever, right. rising up. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, my number two is, um, it's actually quite similar to yours, but a little bit different. And also, I cheated a little bit on this because we're, we were saying, like, you know, what's what's something specific that we want to do or, do, or mm. we want to go to or something. My own is Hokkaido, but it's not... Oh, it's not yeah. No, no, no. It's not all of Hokkaido. It's national parks in Hokkaido. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, there's 34 national parks all around Japan. Hokkaido has five of them. Mm. And, like, because what I, what I really, really want to do is, because obviously we're in Tokyo. We haven't been outside of Tokyo. Tokyo mm. is the biggest city in the world, most populated city in the world. I want to go and see Japan's nature. Yeah. So Hokkaido is the place to go if you want to see animals. I was looking up ticks the other day because I was like, crap, does Japan have ticks? Because we don't, I don't think, in New Zealand. And it turns out they're all in Hokkaido. It says everywhere that they've got the worst ones in Hokkaido. Which yeah, kind of another, me another thing that you're worried about where I'm just like, eh. I know. It's just the idea terrifies me. Yeah, I so don't get that. If I went to one of the parks there i think i'm gonna fully cover my whole yeah, body yeah. in like a morph suit sorry I just hit the table. yeah you should um yes but there so there's a couple of different national parks that i have a look, mm, have a look yeah. at there's Akan national park which has the largest volcanic uh cauldron how's it spelled a-k-a-n uh co- oh sorry cauldron co- caldera in uh in japan mm. oh wow so yeah, that's a great that, that's that's place we go. Uh, Kushiro Shishugan National Park, which is the largest swamp in Japan. Ooh, which I thought, oh yeah, cool. that'd be a great place to get some photos of birds. <laughs> that'd be a great place for birds. Anyone um, who doesn't know, if you ever go for a walk with Somi anywhere, when he's got his camera, like it's just photos of birds. <laughs> it's so <laughs> you stop like every meter to take a photo of a bird. Well, I'd love to be a wildlife photographer, but it's so much easier to photograph buildings and stuff than wildlife because you need like better gear to be able to photograph wildlife and also obviously there's not a whole lot of wildlife out there and also it's but like birds, wildlife is spontaneous you can't yeah, predict what it's going to do birds are something that you can that you see around and they're wild as well you know like mm-hmm. it's not like a cat or a dog so that's why i like taking bird, pictures of birds yeah. and also uh, yeah I, I, I really love photography and i haven't done it in like a month now yeah so i was just kind of thinking about these great places that we could go um and then there's one more uh shiri toko national park uh, it has three large waterfalls, lots of nature. Okay, I don't know why I wrote that. Um, and chance to see orca whales, brown mm. bears, eagles, and seals. Wow. It's got like, yeah, it's got all the sea stuff and it's got all the land I stuff. I feel like it's got all the big land stuff. Yeah. Brown <laughs> bears. They actually have brown bears here mm. in Japan. 
Um, so yeah, so Hokkaido National Parks. I think we really mm. need to go there. We really need to go up to Hokkaido and just see the nature. No good. So that can be a trip where we go to Hokkaido, we go to Nobody Bitsu, and then we travel around all the parks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be perfect actually. Sweet. And also with like, I reckon with summer coming up, because it's so hot in Japan, if we can go traveling within the next couple of months, Hokkaido might be the best place to go because it's so far north that it's going to be cooler. No, well, that's an interesting logic. And it's summer. So. You know, I was thinking, shouldn't we go to, like, Amami Oshima? Because, like, it's a tropical island, and in the heat, you swim a lot. Although yeah. I'd probably sunburn, so yours probably makes more sense. Yeah. All right, so mm. what's your what's your second one, which is your third? My second slash Yamai. So this is, sorry, this is my, my middle one. But it was kind of a tie between this and my first one, because my first one is one I wanted to do for ages, and this one was one I just found out about. And it's also kind of a cheat one, like Sonia's. Because I've okay. kind of, like, encapsulated the whole area. Yeah. But I've specifically said I'd like to go to Kin Rokuen, which is in Kanazawa. Um, it's like a garden, right? And I've got a quote here of what it means. So Kin Rokuen literally means Garden of the Six Sublimities, which refers to spaciousness, seclusion, artificiality, antiquity, abundant water, and broad views, which according to Chinese landscape theory are the six essential attributes that make up a perfect garden. What the hell are you even saying? You just said a <laughs> bunch of words. <laughs> so apparently... So what is it? It's a garden. It's a garden, and apparently it's like the top, it's in like the top three gardens to visit in Japan. And do what there? Just walk around. I don't know, like, is it a shrine as well? Or is no, it it's a garden? like, you know that garden we went to in Yokohama? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so that. it's like yeah, it's like yeah, an yeah. even bigger, better version of that. Oh, okay, right, right. So this is like one that comes up everywhere. So the grounds that the garden is on used to be a part of Kanazawa Castle. Nice. Um, and the garden took two centuries to build or like Holy to crap. develop. Yeah. Um, it opened to the public in 1871 and. Kanazawa Castle, which is from 1583, used to be, like, a really powerful area. But the actual castle itself has had so many fires throughout history that it's burnt down and been rebuilt keeps the times, most mm. recently being 1881. So my logic was this garden is kind of a cool Man, way everything to kind of burnt. everything kind of got destroyed at the end of the 18th, 19th century. Yeah. Japan. Yeah. Wasn't there, like, an emperor who, like... Was that the end of, like, one of the periods or something? Yeah, Probably. yeah, I think something happened. But, yeah, so there used to be from that, that castle. So it's the gardens from that castle. Um, and the the way that this is kind of like a cheat for me is it's just past this area called Toyama, which for some reason I've had so many students here recommend visiting Toyama. When I ask them for, like, like where do you think I should visit that no one else will have recommended yet, they all say Toyama. Right. Um I don't know why, but it's got a really famous dam, and you can also take Oh, yeah, the, you've told me about the dam. Yeah, I've told you about the People dam. People love the dam. So many students tell me to visit this dam. But it's also got the Tatayama Kurobe Alpine route that you can do by um, cable car from Toyama. Oh, cool. So it's kind of like a two-in-one yeah. if you're visiting the area. Um, and it's three and a half hours by Shinkansen. Sweet. So... That's that one. I feel like you know you can do a bunch. You get to visit a cool garden, but you can also yeah. go like look at the alpine route and view like the natural like you know magnificence of all the mountains in the area. Yeah. So yeah. And that was my number two. Okay. Okay. My last one is Nashi Waterfall, which mm. is on the route up to Nashi Mountain, or Mount Nashi. So it's 133 meters tall. 
Okay, it is the highest uh, single drop waterfall in Japan. Do you know what? I already know all of this because I almost put this one on my list too. <laughs> <laughs> like, so there is another, there are other waterfalls that are bigger. There's mm. one in Japan that's like over 300 meters tall. Mm. Like almost the same height as uh, the Sky Tower, which is ridiculous. That's so tall. Mm. But it has like different levels. So it like crashes yeah. down like halfway or like a third of the way and then it crashes down. But this one, 133 meters of pure drop. Mm. And then in front of it is this amazing uh, temple slash shrine. Mm. Um, and, it, you know, it, it looks amazing. Like, the temple's in front. You can see the waterfall behind. It's up in the nature. I'm surprised it's our only temple. Nature, up in, uh, yeah. Huh? It's our only temple. It's our only temple. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's well, that's why I kind of chose it. I thought, yeah. okay, let me go for something more traditional Japanese. Um, yeah, something mm. that's kind of man-made. Uh, so let, let's go for this. The cool thing about this is it has it's a temple-shrine combo. So you know how we're always like, oh, man, is this a shrine or is this a uh, temple? Yeah. This is both. And it's one of the few in Japan um, that's both because in the end of the 19th century, the the dude who was in charge in 1868, he went around destroying all them. Ah, okay. So is yeah. that how you think, why you think all these places burnt down? Yeah, I think some, there was an asshole that ruled at, at the end of the 19th century, which makes sense. Isn't that when Japan started being dicks to the rest of the world? That's when they started taking over everyone. <laughs> Is that's it? when they started yeah that's like when they started you know taking over the southeast um like when was the what asia I know, and china when was the south korea like edo period was this when the no edo this period? is the edo period this is it we're in the edo period right now oh actually I don't or was know. it when the, was that when the edo period ended like maybe yeah let I'm me, not too sure. Let me quickly check. Oh yeah, so it was between 1603 and 1868. So it must have been like right 1868. After that. Exactly. This is this is the year. Oh, so there you go. as soon as this ended, the next emperor that came along, he decided to destroy everything. Oh wow. Yeah. So the temple here was built. They they think it was built around four. Uh, sorry, four in the fourth century mm. by a monk who came from India. Oh wow. And and back in the day, apparently, it was very common for Shinto and Buddhist temples to kind of like for them to share a lot of. Uh, mm. a lot of their temples and a lot of like their core beliefs and stuff mm. but then this guy kind of separated everything and made it into two separate things wasn't the Shinto temple that was there it's because specifically they like because you know in Shinto religion like lots of areas lots of places are believed to have spirits so wasn't it specifically there to worship the like kami of the waterfall I have no idea I feel Maybe. like when I was looking up this place that's what I saw Maybe. Unless that was a different place. What I saw is that a lot of people pilgrimage up to it. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's it's kind of, it's like apparently quite a, like a spiritual journey. Oh, you yeah. know, going through the forest, up the mountain, and then seeing this thing in front of a waterfall. That's kind of mm. cool. And also, they've got a old-ass tree there. A thousand years old tree. Oh, wow. Um, it's a holy tree. So, yeah, that's kind of cool, too. Man, it's crazy that trees, like, like just things, live to so. be a thousand years old. Yeah, I know. Right. Like, how does that, like, how <laughs> little, like, do trees just live forever? I think we've had this conversation before. I don't know. I think some of them do. I think they might be able to, right? Some of them might just be able to live forever, yeah. Why not? I remember I was reading about how the there's, not? like, there's, like, a tree in Mexico that's, like, the oldest living tree. And it's, like, literally this, like, ugly-ass-looking, like, stumpy thing. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's right. But, like... You know, it's the oldest living tree. But then it depends on what definition. There's some trees that, like, they make roots. Oh, and then another tree, mm. yeah. So then you'll see, like, an entire forest, and it turns out it's the entire forest is actually just one tree, which is kind of weird as well. That's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, so a thousand-year-old tree, mm. old temple, 
waterfall. This place giant has got everything you need. Yeah, giant Somnia's waterfall. Somnia's a big fan of like oversized anything. Yeah, right. The, like, I like big things. Yeah, like sure. he loves like giant boats and giant like, like when <laughs> what was it like not Godzilla. Oh, what's the monkey one? My mind is just <laughs> King Kong. King Kong. <laughs> when the, the like one. when King Kong came out a while ago, we lived in a flat with like I don't even like it was when we lived on like Matapo Street with a bunch of the guys. And my only memory of Matapo Street specifically of living in the flat for a year is that Somya always went on about how giant King Kong was in the latest movie and yeah. how much he wants to see it. Like I literally have barely any <laughs> recollection of that flat except for how often you're. And that was a good Kong. movie because he was big. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie doesn't appreciate big things like big ships. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, we should probably stop talking about that. Um, so <laughs> oh, yeah, the other cool thing about this waterfall, right, is you can rent 9th century costumes. Because this is, this is something I was looking at as well. I was like, okay, where, where can we get some nice costumes to wear? Mm-hmm. And this is a... I was going to pick, like, uh, there are, like, you know, those fake, like, olden day towns that you can go to. Mm-hmm. And then you can wear costumes and stuff. Well, this one, you know, it's not a fake town, but you can still wear the costume, which is cool. Oh, cool. So what, like kimono and yukata and stuff? Yeah, I think so. From the 9th century. Which actually, talking about old towns, one of my honourable mentions. Well, hold on. Oh, sorry, but I was just, it was just irrelevant to what you were saying. Well, okay. In, in that case, okay. <laughs> now let us begin the honourable mention. Okay. So one of my honourable mentions was Shirakawa Go, which is a world heritage site with like the real, you've probably heard about it. It's like old school thatched roofs that are like really big and steep because like the snow falls on them and it's near Kanazawa so it could become a part of the trip to the Kenrokuen as well but it's like a famous site like you can always see pictures of it because it looks yeah, really like yeah. old school okay my one is I've, I've gone for ones that are more like yeah they're not that special but they're ones where it's like you know what they mean something to us like I feel like so okay. so Universal Studios Ah, uh, yeah. I feel like we had such a good time at Disneyland mm. that, you know, it's gonna, Universal would be amazing. You know, get to see when, all the movies, you know, the movie rides and stuff. And apparently they're super, like, um, adrenaline field rides and stuff. So. When this is all over, I'd add on to that. Going back to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? But uh, one of my other ones then was the Shidogane Blue Pond, which is a, like, lake slash pond. It's man-made, but it was kind of an accident because there was this volcano that kept on erupting. And so to stop the lava from, like, destroying the area, they built a massive dam. And this is one of the ponds that, like, formed naturally after that. And the water is, like, bright blue because of the minerals from the volcano. Oh, nice. So apparently it's super cool to go to in autumn and winter. Yeah, I saw the photo of that. that the water looks pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, what's one of um, My next one is skiing in Sapporo. Oh, I can't ski, though. Yeah, neither can I. I've realized that like, Japan is known as one of the greatest places in the world to ski. Sapporo mm. is one of the, you know, specifically one of the best places. People come from all around the world to ski here. Mm. Great skiing conditions. We don't know how to ski, but we should at least do it once. I still think that we should at least... I don't know, do we have to ski? Can't we just go, like, build snow angels and stuff, igloos? Like if, if you're living, if you're in a place where it's snowing that much, you know, we're going to be doing that anyway outside of the hostel. Mm. But this, this is something specific that I feel like we should really do. Yeah, I know. I know. I agree. I'm just so not looking forward to how embarrassed <laughs> I'm going to be when I suck at it. <laughs> yeah. You know, in my girly book that I read the other day, she learned how to snowboard and she was, oh, ski actually. And she was also very embarrassed. But she managed to do it, even though she fell on her butt a lot. Yeah, I'm not some dumb teenager. 
in like a fiction book. So my next one is the Flower Tunnel of Wisteria. So everyone's probably seen those pictures of like super Instagrammable spots. And there's this like giant flower tunnel of like wisteria flowers, which are like purple flowers. Um, just like hanging from the roofs and the walls and all over the ground. And apparently it's a really good place to visit in spring. Okay, cool. And then my next one is Fuji Rock Fest. So something that I thought about, was it today? Yes, I can't remember. But Ali and I love going to concerts. Mm. And this year we had a couple lined up and they had to cancel because of a pandemic, obviously. Which, you know what? One cancelled before the pandemic and we still never got a refund for it. Yeah, we're not getting a refund for that. We're Like, move on. And uh, No, it's just so because it wasn't... They can't even use the excuse of the pandemic because they yeah. cancelled before it all happened. Yeah. Who was there? What was that for? Off Monsters and Men. God damn it, Monsters and Men. We'll Come figure on. that out, though. But uh, right now, actually, Future Rock Fest is not being cancelled. It's going ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Summer Sonic, which was cancelled because of the Olympics, but now that the Olympics aren't happening, they're actually doing it again. So I'm pretty surprised that these places are going ahead, um, but I guess they expect the whole pandemic thing to end I reckon really that's soon. such wistful thinking. Well, about. actually, let's be honest, we're in Japan where there isn't no pandemic, basically. Yeah. Like, So, you know, it's probably going to end next month for us. Um, so yeah, so Fuji Rock Fest, I reckon. Mm. We need to go to a concert this I year. Know, I feel like it's really dumb to go to a concert when, like, just because the pandemic has ended in terms of the state of emergency stopping... Oh, yeah, I I mean, like we don't have to go this year, to next year, whatever. When, yeah, whenever year, we can go, we'll go. And then my next three on the list are literally just, like, the ones you have to put. So I've got Okinawa, Kyoto, and Osaka. So not specific at all. Not just, specific at all. Just like, you know what, we'll go there. We'll go to the bamboo forest in Kyoto. Mm. We'll go to the castle at Osaka. Like, we'll go to the beaches of Okinawa, you know? Okay, fair. My one is, I've got one specific one, non, one non-specific. Which okay. one do you want to listen to first? Specific. Specific Mount Oyama. Mount Oyama. Uh, Again, 90 minutes from Tokyo. Uh, Apparently, what I've heard from this one is if you don't want to go to Mount Fuji, Mount Fuji, you know, there's so many tourists, uh, it's massive. Mm. Go to a smaller mountain where you still get the joy of Mount Fuji. Go to this one. Apparently, there's great views of Mount Fuji. There's a nice forest there. Um, There's a great hike. It only takes... Oh, actually, it's 90 minutes from Tokyo to get there. The The hour and a half is actually to get to the summit. Oh, yeah. An hour and a half to get to the summit, so that's something that we can do. Oh, which actually reminded me, before you do your last one, Mount mm. Takao. Yeah. It's one that everyone recommends in Japan, because yeah, apparently sure. it's really easy, and in autumn it's got beautiful maple trees everywhere, so it's yeah. like super aesthetic. So I want to do, you know, I'm going to add that to my honorable mentions. Yeah, all right. Okay, what's your general one? My general one is onsen, so we kind of went oh. through that, the one that you wanted to go to. Yeah. But yeah, we need to go to an onsen. It's about time. All yeah. right, well, that's kind of it then, right? Yeah, this is us. That's how sad we are living in sores. We're just planning our future, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well. All right, well, thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter, T in Tokyo. Follow us on Instagram, T underscore N underscore Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And we will see you next week. Bye. Oh, if you have any suggestions, let us know. <laughs> I already said what bye. To, <laughs> what to do or what to talk about. Okay. okay. Yeah, that too. All right, see ya. Bye. bye.